Canadian talk. You're gonna crack that mics? All right, welcome back to episode five of Canadian Talk. Uh, we got a producer in studio today, so that's a new development. Uh, I figured out what that wine delivery was called. It's called Wine Ninja. So that's where my girlfriend got that, that free wine from. Got a few extra beers from that, which is why we're in such a good mood this morning. There we go. It's kind of it's starting to look like an alcoholic podcast. <laughs> I've got too many drinks going here. It's relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got three beers going and one glass of wine. <laughs> oh man. Oh, and for some reason I have an apple out here. I don't know why that. Oh, and I brought my salmon, my sockeye salmon out here because I've been eating these lately. I wanted to talk about these. I had no idea how good this sockeye salmon was until I tried it. And you can get it for three bucks just from the grocery store. I think I told you guys all about this already. Oh, yeah, yeah. like I love this stuff. You put it on bread or you just, you don't even have to do anything to it. You just crack it and it's like a full meal. And it's just as good as if you were to eat a sal like a filleted salmon from a restaurant. It's so freaking good. So yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, thanks to Great Western, fueling the podcast, and uh, thanks to the producer for showing up. Uh, the priceless producer. Your nickname is Priceless, or is that your nickname when you were younger? Probably. Price. Priceless. Yeah, price Has anybody ever right, called you Priceless? Price is right. Priceless. Okay, so you, people have used that one before. Yeah. Then I can't use Priceless then. Or did you like Priceless? Priceless the producer. The, the priceless producer. Sure. Okay. I remember that. All right. Cool. So same fire is going from last time. So that's nice. I didn't have to relight it. Um, I, as I was saying in episode four, I had a fire fail video, which I'll post. That was the first 15 minutes this morning when I tried to start the fire. And it smoked me out of the whole damn garage on video. Uh... I got smoked out of the garage because I used some that crappy cardboard right there. I didn't realize that it had so much paint on it, and uh, yeah, and it and it it blocked it blocked it in the wrong way, and it did not start properly. So yeah, I got a fail video for that fire start, which is pretty funny. So I'll post that. So episode four will get posted today, which is Friday, May 22nd. And uh, then I'll wait and post episode five on the uh, next, this coming Wednesday, which is, what is that, 25th or something like that? Um, shit, so where do we start? This fire is pretty hot. Don't want to talk about coronavirus anymore because that's basically over. Don't look at me so much. You're making me nervous. No, don't worry about like um. So, 
I'm, I was going to suggest we'll have you around. I'll just have to talk about all your pieces oh. of paper. Would you like oh. me to look up some stuff? Oh, no, no, no. No, no, I uh, I don't. This, mm. Since this is your first time, uh, and I pretty much sit and don't talk sometimes for periods of time. Okay. So uh, I do run out of stuff to talk about, mm -hmm. but that's what I shoot for. Okay. So once I run out of stuff to talk about, that's when I start just going down wormholes about random stuff. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? So, but uh, when I'm when I'm silent, don't stare at me or you'll make me nervous. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but man, uh, I've. Uh, do you watch many podcasts on YouTube? Podcasts? I only watch one, but it's not like a serious one. It's just like, so actually, so do correct me if I'm wrong. Is your podcast kind of like a sit down and chill? Yes. You know, just like have like. You know, you'd have serious talks, but yes. you also have, like, funny... Um, somebody, somebody comes home, somebody's at work, mm -hmm. or they're at their last two hours of work, and uh, and they, you know, they just want to throw something on in, in their earphones and just listen, because they got nothing to do for the last two hours. Or maybe they just came home from work, and nobody's home, mm -hmm. and they crack a beer, and they're sitting there by themselves. They throw this on, then they're not by themselves. Mm -hmm. That's what it's for, so... For me, I listen to... Um, it's only one podcast. It's um called the original podcast. Okay, that's a good name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's how many episodes in at this point? Like a hundred and something episodes, hundred eighty seven episodes. Holy it's shit! Just, it's a uh, one really popular YouTuber. Okay. And three other YouTubers are also his friends, and they just sit around. They talk about random stuff. Um, one podcast I really like. How old are they? They're like twenty. They're around twenty. That's twenty. To you know where they're from? So one's two's from America, okay. one's from Australia, and the other one is from either I think he's Turkish. Oh yeah. But he lives in Germany. Cool. But he hates Turkey. Cool. He was um like yeah. fucked up Turkey. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Cool I man. To them. Yeah, podcasts are good. Um, what was the other one you were gonna say? You said you liked another another one other than the original podcast. Oh, oh well, one of them was um. I was gonna say was one of them. One of the episodes I really liked. They had um. Do you know on um, the internet? Uh, the internet. Sorry, but that's some good weed. I like to say. Ah. I like to say that's some good weed. But, um, Got the Canadian weed rolling in the studio today, guys. Um, and our producer, which is, uh, he is from Trinidad. Yep. And Tobago. Is that the that's the full name? That's he. Trinidad yeah, and Tobago. Trinidad and Tobago. Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah, he's just a traveling uh, student, and he's here in our wonderful country mm -hmm. and he's so found himself yeah he says he loves it and uh yeah that's awesome that's really awesome um but on the internet it's um mccafe or mccafe yeah however you however um, you pronounce it mccafe internet security yeah 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 so the original owner do you know the whole story yeah 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 no that's on i've seen him in some interviews uh, he's a crazy guy, and he had to flee the country. He's yeah. an, he's not an international criminal, but he's a national criminal. Mm -hmm. Like he's wanted in North America, so he's over there or something. He's um, and uh, crazy. crazy. Does he make meth too? He's not the guy who makes meth. No. He was. I have no idea if he made meth. No. Or okay. Okay. They had him on. Oh like, yeah, yeah. They had him on. Everybody. Yeah, he's been doing podcasts because he's trying to get his story out there. Because, I uh, can you remind me of the story of. What happened with him? Oh, no, 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 sorry. Mm -hmm. He, I'm going to just say it uh, and tell me where I'm wrong. Um, he, yeah, he created his internet security software, sold it to a bunch of, you know, everybody used it on their computers. And then he had issues with taxes. Mm -hmm. And and that was why he fled. 
correct? He, he decided, why am I paying, if he paid enough, ta he thought he paid enough taxes, so he thought, why am I, um, why should I continue paying taxes? So he just completely went off the grid. Yeah, see, maybe, I, I, my first thoughts there is that he misunderstands that, like, the internet is owned by the government, right? Like, the military invented the government, yeah. didn't they? So it's like if you're I know that you have so you created Internet software that's security, which is good. And he's probably he probably thinks, you know, I didn't have anybody help me. He probably thinks that oh, I didn't use the roads. I didn't use any government buildings. He probably mm -hmm. thinks he doesn't deserve. He doesn't have to pay taxes because he is a corporation, but he acted so in as a proprietor almost, mm -hmm. which the, ta the tax rates are already so low on those people. Like, how can you complain about 10 percent? So. That's that's my thoughts on that. He sh he shouldn't be fleeing I I about the taxes. I really don't. That's yeah. So sorry. So I agree with you on that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Do you, but in case he comes up with um um with this, what if he says I already paid enough? What if he shows you that? How how much would you um say you have to pay to pay to like pay off your burden? Again, you're not a burden, but like. Well, I do think ten percent is the minimum. Anybody who makes anybody who makes money, mm -hmm. so and that's why I think they put that that percentage on corporations because uh, you can't pay any less than that. So ten percent of what you said, ten percent of all earnings. Of all earnings. Yeah, should should go to the government. That uh, same. That that shouldn't. That doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't matter if it's monthly or yearly. Now, what if he thinks, you know, um, you know how in like nineteen eighty or sorry, not nineteen. Geez. 18, like 1800s, um, people would just set up land. How I asked you the other day, is it like, is there um, any places in um, anywhere around the world where you can just go there, set up a house, and just live off the land, or is everywhere Damn. already owned? That's a good question. So, priceless asked, uh, is there anywhere in the world where you can can just go and live off the grid, essentially? Um, and have nobody, no government entity, no municipality, no county government, no state government, whatever the fuck they call it in Europe and Trinidad, you know, because uh, there's different names in every country for what they call those rural governments. Uh, do, you, do you know what the, you've heard of the word rural? Well, I know what rural is. Um, rural? Yeah. yeah. That's what they call those rural governments. And uh, yeah, we call them municipalities. And um, I actually had to fight a municipality in court once really have i ever told you this story yeah not. Uh, I, I did tell this story on episode one so i won't tell it, it too much in detail again but um and this is i was already in structural engineering i was one year in but uh this is what really confirmed that i wanted to do it um uh so we have a cabin that was out at a, a lake called martin's lake mm -hmm. it's about an hour north of here uh just past blaine lake the place that i told you that we owned that house yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and the place that I told you that th there's lots there that you can that they'll pay you a thousand bucks to to set up, to, shop. To, to set up shop there yeah. and uh, um, uh oh did I forget my train of thought what were we talking about oh oh the, the, the cabin in the municipality uh, uh, so yeah Blaine Lake is a place that you could do that uh, so I we were at a, out at Martin's Lake and the municipality came to our cabin without our consent and they 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 opened the the, this cabin has been sold now, by the way, and we won the, the I won the lawsuit, so it's all good. Nice. Uh, they they looked at our, our supports by opening up this door because it's all covered. Mm -hmm. So uh, they they took pictures and essentially I guess trespassed. 
and uh, then sent us and uh, what's called an uh, a nuisance abatement which is uh, like an order a legal order where you know oh your your structure has been deemed to have uh, uh, contraventions that need remedying is the mm -hmm. words they use contraventions is a fancy word for just there's shit wrong with it isn't it just like Yep. Fix this, yep. Fix yep. That. But they they were saying that like the, the the contraventions were so bad that it that needed demolition basically. They were saying that the structural supports weren't good enough. Right. And uh, and I fought them and said uh, no, they are good enough. And you trespassed. And uh, so you know we're gonna sue you for trespassing. I don't. And again, this is this is how legal stuff works. Because I obviously I was over threatening, but that's how that's how uh, if you've ever seen suits. Yeah. That's how legal. Um, uh, negotiating works you oversell whatever leverage you have you have to leverage what you have yeah. so <clears throat> I was leveraging the fact that they trespassed and I was leveraging the fact that they did not have a proper structural inspector come to the house I, I looked into the uh, the uh, uh, what do you call that one so, like on your on your uh, resume somebody's uh, uh, a reference, like. yeah there, yeah references but somebody's um qualifications I, yeah, I looked into the qualifications of the inspector okay. they had no schooling <laughs> so I essentially just said all your orders are bullshit yeah and uh, and because uh, yeah, yeah they, they, they completely backed off they were saying our roof wasn't good enough and they were saying that our, our cabin supports weren't strong enough mm -hmm. and I said and I looked it up because I was in engineering at the, the, the time yeah. and just just so you know and this is for anybody who's in engineering or anybody listening uh, if you want to go to the smartest engineers, go to the ones that are still in school. Not the ones that are PNGs, not anyone. If you want free advice, if you want proper advice, go to the engineers that are still in school because those are the smartest engineers, those are the ones who actually know the math and not the, the people who ha have forgotten it and just learned how to turn engineering into a career and make money from it and exploit people because that is effectively what engineering is at the end of the day. It's just like being a lawyer. You're exploiting people at the end of the day. Uh, like most jobs? Sorry. Just like most jobs. Yeah, you don't have to apologize. Priceless apologizes too much, even though he's not Canadian, which is which is funny. Um, yeah, so we were talking about Trinidad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was a good riff. So I'll thank Great Western again for fueling the podcast. Um, check out Dresser to Impressor if you're looking for any uh, desks or kitchen tables or islands or chairs or benches uh they're on kijiji and i think on instagram dresser to impressor with no ease that's a company that makes wood furniture <laughs> yeah d-r-e-s-s apostrophe r yeah space uh impress apostrophe r okay oh, and the, so dresser to impressor so there's an E in here as well, right? Yeah, like the, the, the first E's are there, but then okay. the second E's aren't there. Okay. okay. <laughs> For some reason, they put apostrophe R's. Uh, I don't know why. So probably because then it just makes the name. The name was probably taken. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that was the that was the, the kind of the legal dispute that I had with the municipality. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and then that connects back to... Uh, there is always sea, so even if you have a cabin out at a, at a lake, um, there's there's still going to be some local governments that will come and bark up your tree. 
but you have to realize that that uh, they're stupid. <laughs> so, the smaller the place you live, there there will be government. This is the thing too: is you should want government. You should you should want to, wanting to live off the grid is good, but like if you just go to a small enough place that you can just be a part of the government, yeah. you should be uh, you should be smart enough. If you want to be, if you're even thinking about it, you're smart enough already. Just be a part of the government, and then, then that takes any worry out of it. Join a committee. They're always looking for people, especially rurally. All the committees have no people. Like the committee that I met with to discuss the nuisance abatement that I ended up winning, it was hilarious. By the end of the meeting, so we had a two-hour-long meeting. i got to trim my mustache. This thing is... We had a two-hour-long meeting, and uh, uh, by the end of it, all they, they were asking for my business card and asking for me advice to help them with their farms. And I ended up going and giving legal advice to this one guy afterwards and getting paid for it. He, like, Oh, actually I shouldn't say that. Okay. It was, it was, it wasn't, it was, wasn't legal counsel. It was legal advice. So that's, sorry, that's, that's legal. I didn't give him legal counsel. I gave him legal advice. So about his farm, he was having some people bark up his tree about nuisance abatements with his farm and, Yep, yep. Legal system is bullshit, man, but I talk about that in other episodes, too. So, I guess we could talk about it more, but that, that's boring. I don't really want to talk about that right now. So, you're playing RuneScape, hey? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Just need to get something to do throughout this whole setup. Coronavirus. Yeah. Yep, coronavirus. Coronavirus. Crazy, man. Uh, I talk about that in episode one with Eric a little bit, but, uh, it's crazy that the world is on, is at a standstill. I, uh, I can't believe it. Can't believe it, man. Like there's people who think that the whole thing is a damn conspiracy and there's people who think that it's legit, but then, but how can you not think it's a conspiracy because there isn't really enough deaths. Would you say there's not enough deaths? I would say that, that there isn't enough deaths. So far, there's only been like 100,000 or whatever overall. Maybe let's, even if there's, let's say there's 200,000. Mm -hmm. It's June. That's halfway through the year. Mm -hmm. Like, I've heard that flu kills between 200 and 150 and 450,000 mm -hmm. per year. It just seems like, it seems like a piece on a chessboard to me. Again, I don't want to talk politics too much. Damn it, we've only been talking for 18 minutes. This this podcast has been dense with funny shit. Uh, it feels the coronavirus feels uh, like uh, like a like a piece on a chessboard to me. That's what it feels like, uh, like like a, like a little political opportunism piece that 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 Nancy Pelosi got into a room with some smart people. And, you know, not her, but like just whoever would be the person who'd be like, hey, guys, who how can what can be our next line of attack on Trump now that the and I'm telling you, just so you know, I'm telling you the perspective of the of the conspiracy people that I've talked to. This isn't my opinion. I do think that this has some merit, but this is what all the conspiracy theory people are saying about the situation. And then I'll tell you what the other people are saying. Is that this seems way too obvious that it would just be the next thing that Nancy Pelosi would play or the left would play to try to cause Donald Trump to not have so much power. You know, he was like, economy, economy, economy. They're like, okay, we'll crash your economy. You know, um, 
because he really what because what they did first was they tried to take him out at a at a federal level with the whole Russian collusion thing using these highfalutin legal terms like collusion and 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 conspiracy and uh, what's that other one there to do with the president? Not it starts with an N or something. Uh, words that mean that the president is abusing power. They tried to use all that stuff in their federal legal language to take them out. None of that worked because they didn't have enough proof. So now they're now that their attack at the federal level didn't work, they're moving down to an attack at the local level. So they're having all governments, especially in left-leaning states like California, who says we're not opening until 2022, or until we have a cure. Cures don't exist for flus. COVID-19 is a strain of flu. There's, there will be no cure. The cure is getting it with a strong immune system, fighting it, and then your body knows how to fight it. That's how viruses work. Hey, I assume you know that. It's like, so, so, so people, so that's, so that's what I'm hearing about coronavirus. Uh, it's the next step to try to try to attack Trump. And, and, and the problem is, is that the death counts just aren't there. So it's kind of rearing its head as being fake. People, a lot of the conspiracy theorists are saying that this is the biggest conspiracy we've ever been in the middle of. It's, it's not bad because people aren't, people who shouldn't have died aren't dying in the sense that there's no real war happening. Like people who are, aren't going and dying in gunfights and dying when they shouldn't die. This is like a, a, a media war yeah. um, where, where it's a media war. So, uh, yeah. So and the deaths aren't backing it up. Sorry, just and uh, do I have anything else I was gonna say? The deaths aren't backing it up. We're gonna have to see what happens over the next six months. But it is just the next tactic of attack from a local government standpoint, where all local governments who don't support him can just say, "Hey, I'll shut down all my shops. Then let's see if you're boasting your economy." Right, because that all that stuff is what gives him his good economy. Mm -hmm. So, it's a nasty attack, and it seems like Trump from the beginning has just. Uh, that's why, though, I guess that's why a lot of people think I'm a right-leaning person is because I ultimately I think that it's altruistic when I see politicians work to try to improve the economy, which is which is often what right presidents do. Um. So I guess that's the end of it. I'm not a right. I'm not a right winger. Like I've said again, I've got to always rephrase this for people that I'm. I don't. I don't take any partisan, bipartisan. I don't take any partisanship in the political debates. So, anyway, coronavirus. What were you gonna say? Uh, that basically revolved around um. So, the how you said the the conspiracy theory was the. Instead of attacking him, they attacked the economy to make him look very bad. Yes. So, what if China said, so, I know biological weapons, that's, when I say illegal, like, there's, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I want to say it's a treaty, basically, where it's biological weapons on, like, biological warfare is not allowed. Like, if you go to war, we'll use guns, we'll use that, sure, but we're not going to use biological warfare for the safety of the civilians. Yeah. I think, uh, so, and you know how they say that coronavirus came from China. Now, I'm not I saying... don't think it's a weapon. No, it's just, I think it's a, sorry to interrupt. I'll let you finish. Don't forget. I do think that it's, like I said, about the meeting thing where somebody just met with Nancy Pelosi. I think it's a statistical anomaly of political opportunism that simply Nancy Pelosi was told about. And then the whole world started talking about. Because, like, 
with the underlying conditions and how that works statistically with the reporting of the COVID deaths, there there's all these old people dying all the time. Yeah. And let's be honest, I'm okay, I'm not a doctor, but I have been in hospitals. I'm not an idiot. I know that the way, and I've seen the way businesses run. I know that a hospital is a business. I can I imagine that when old folks die, when there's a lot of them, like daily palliative care. In palliative care, I've been in palliative care units. Have you ever been? You've been in them before. Um, like palliative care is for old people. Yeah. Like a... Yep. And um, yeah. so, uh, and I know that there's very light care in those units. It's mostly morphine and stuff just to give them a comfortable passing. Once you've been admitted to palliative care, it's it's understood that you're going towards death. So at that point, the cause of death becomes very foggy. The immune system is almost purposely taken out through the morphine. So, and the dilaudid or whatever fucking derivative of the medication they use to give, make the old people comfortable, which I agree with. So that is this, that's the, that's the source of the statistical anomaly. If it was like a source of error in a physics class, I imagine you've taken a physics class before or something. It, that would be the source of error. That's that, that's creating the political opportunism to, to skew the stats as, Hey, no, these aren't just old people dying. This is COVID. It was caused by Donald Trump and his decision to defund the CDC. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's essentially what's going on is it's that's what's going on. Mm -hmm. So that is the conspiracy theory side of it. And oh, but and then that that was me interrupting, though. And you were in the middle of it. You know, that's a good tangent. Hey, that's a good tangent. Right. So yeah, yeah. No, that's OK. But that's pretty good. eh? pretty good topic. So. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, so that was the conspiracy theory side of it. And then the other side of it is. And this is the side where I understand it. There's, there's most of the moderates are in this position right here where they they understand that that political ploy is likely going on. But they also just want to be careful and be like, oh, but we also have to take it seriously because I don't want to kill my mother. Yeah. OK, and that's the same. But that's the, that's the same thing that makes people religious. It's like, oh, you know, I'm afraid about what happens after I die. So, you know, I need the emotional crutch of religion. Tell me that I go to heaven after I die mm -hmm. or whatever. It's the same. It's the same strain of cognitive dissonance that leads to the thinking that coronavirus is a serious problem that is somebody's fault and not just a statistical anomaly. I'm pointing a lot. I, I'm liking the point. I'm liking the points that I'm making. So, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. So that's kind of coronavirus. And then, so then, yeah. But then the other side is just, oh, we're, we got to take it seriously because we don't. We want as few people to die as possible. But and that's. I get it. I get that. And that would, of course, be the left-wing stance. Because, of course, we all want as little people to die as possible. But also, we have to balance the equation with the sense that understanding that people are going to die, we have to open things back up. Like, um, it's such a delicate topic to understand. That's why there's so much civil unrest about it right now. Can you believe, and, and, if, and a person can be like, why are you still talking about this? You can't talk about this enough. It's completely shut down our world for six months now. Less, because they didn't start the real quarantines until I guess, maybe we'll call it March 1st or something. So maybe three months. But Jesus, man, can you believe it? Like, I can't believe it, how, how far the whole quarantine thing is going. I can't believe it. So you do you do want to be careful about not killing people, but there does come a tipping point when one has to understand 
what a virus is, you know? And man, that's why it's such a perfect political attack, though, is because I don't think the general public will ever really understand what how a virus works and because it's kind of complicated shit, you know? So it's like, it's a tough one. It's definitely a very good ploy. And uh, also, we, you don't want people to die. But, oh, that's what I was going to say. I finally stumbled upon what I was going to say. Okay, so the left-wing people, of course, they want to protect lives. But they know that, okay, we'll, 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 we'll do it in the name of altruism. We'll be like, oh, we, we want to save our grannies. But they know at the same time as they shut all these businesses down that it's crashing Donald Trump as well. They know that. Yeah. So it's like almost like, hey, we, we, each person is leveraging their own spot to try to break down the other. And we're all suffering from it at this point. So how are we going to come to an, a point where both sides can be like, okay, we're both suffering now. Let's, let's stop this. I don't know when. I don't know when. Maybe, maybe, like when has been, here's a good question. When has been the last time that America's had just a one-term president? I wonder if what's needed at this point, and I wonder if that's the discussions amongst the federal government in the, in the Capitol Hill in America right now. Like, is it, is it time for another one-term president? Should, and I, I am implying that elections are ploys, but I don't mean it fully. I'm just saying that like, should, is it time, like, does Donald Trump need to like, get beaten by somebody is that what's really needed for because i'll tell you if this if 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 we are not going back to work if you're stuck in canada i know here they're talking about opening the borders in june but if more crazy shit happens if more fake news comes out to try to i let's call it let's not call it fake news because it sounds like i'm quoting donald trump falsified stuff to try to fight against him if it keeps coming out and the extensions keep going on and it keeps hurting the economy Donald Trump will like he won't be able to win this and I know they think they know this like I don't know if he will be able to win the election coming isn't this November or is it next November I don't think he'll be able to win this this November's election that's four months away June July August September October that's June July August September October November June July August September October November that's five full months and the the election is usually November, early November, or I can't remember yeah. November twentieth, or is it like ninth? I want to say November of that month. Yeah, that sounds right. So like mid, so that's four and a, that's five and a half months away. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, do you think he'll be able to win that election? Priceless. Do you think he'll be able to win that election? Do you think Donald Trump will be able to win? his election if the quarantine if california is still not open mm -hmm. in but maybe that will cause people who are left like maybe there'll be people struggling in california who were previously left who's like hey donald trump is the only one trying to open this economy up we gotta stop with the bullshit like or so do you think he'll be able to win the election in november if we are literally still under quarantine i know that there's states that are open already though so maybe it won't have an effect if so him to win the election and this is the problem with most um, politicians these days. They play people's, like, they play people's emotions very well. Yeah. Because if yeah. Donald Trump does everything right, this um this quarantine, when I say right, he makes everyone happy. Everyone's going to vote for him again because everyone's going to be like, oh, he did this, 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 and this, so I should vote for him. He's gonna, he made me happy. So, and people don't really look at, like, the negatives that um, 
Have you heard anything about what's happening with the stimulus payments in America? Do you know how long they go on for or anything like that? I'm not sure how long they go, but... I don't know either. If they keep sending those, I mean, all the small business people that are failing, they might uh, they might be okay as long as they keep getting stimulus payments, but I guess that would have to run out eventually. So... This is just dipping into... Um, it's very... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's dipping into, into reserves. Yep, that's what you're saying. Yeah, and... Um, yeah. Feel like I don't know what's gonna happen. I've like I like to believe that they would just say this whole financial crisis. They're just gonna erase it. Whatever you worked, you worked. Cool. Whatever you owe, you owe. I feel personally, they should just this whole debt and everything. Um, like that we're all gonna be in um after um COVID is finished. Yeah. As if it's whenever it finishes, cause. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they should just do a year with no taxes too. I think that like 2021 mm -hmm. that everybody's ta everybody should just get all of their tax money back. Mm -hmm. That would be great. Just one year of everybody's tax money back and then refresh the system yeah. because all these it's what I'm really, I guess trying to get through to. And I think what you're trying to get through to is like small businesses. Those are the people who are really suffering because those are, those are the people who are less educated and they're not as cushy as the corporations that have all these, reserves fallback plans and and the ability to just liquidate all their employees fire them all and then all the corporation is still okay because we have all this we, we own all this yeah we own all this at these assets you know we'll just keep liquidating the small businesses don't have that they survive month to month lease to lease their lease will be a thousand they'll make three thousand that's literally that's how people survive in small businesses pet stores yeah, so those types of people. I love that though. There's rogue stories all over the place. I can't wait to talk to more people about their rogue stories. Those will be episodes to come, by the way. I'm glad I just came up with that idea. Talk to some small business people about their rogue stories, about keeping their businesses open, maybe when they were told not to, and types of strategies they used. Because, fuck, it's all, it comes down to survival, I guess, you know. We're so lucky here in Canada because we have so much landmass already. Because so so we're already socially distanced. But God damn it, I'm I'm talking about it again in in the sense of social distancing, in the sense that it's even important. Where is the judgment call as to whether or not this virus is actually deadly? Everybody keeps screaming. The conspiracy theorists keeps screaming. Elon Musk keeps screaming. The stati statisticians keep screaming. Not all of them, but I guess it depends on which partisanship they fucking support. But they're talking about how the deaths are not high enough. So, uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought, but it really, though, what the fuck? What the fuck are we going to do? Man, I ended up ranting about coronavirus for 20 minutes. Oh, it's crazy, Brandon. I used your first name. I'm sorry. I hope that's okay. That's no problem. All right. It's a topic happening right now. We're all experiencing it. Yep. Um, you know, this is, you know, there was a, you know, there was a, um, a cons coincidence of how you know there was a virus in 1920s 1820s this is just our virus um i like to think of it as you know we're making history you know we are yeah. gonna yeah. see this as a learning experience you know it's it's unfortunate things that are happening right now but you know what can what can we really do what can we do that's the thing is if if, you, if somebody is going to take a stance against we need somebody to say, hey, like this, this virus is not 
as deadly as they're saying. Somebody who is, is a virologist, somebody who's a, rep, a reputable biologist, virologist. The problem is, is nobody is willing to take that risk publicly, I don't think, who is an accredited virologist because it's dangerous. It's dangerous because there are people dying, you know? What, what's the stat I heard the other day? Six people, there's only six deaths in San Diego in the last month from a pure coronavirus deaths who didn't have underlying conditions. So it's like, but the world is looking for somebody to take that risk. So a virologist, some scientist to go out there and be like, hey guys, you know, this is a, a virus that it's, it's a strain of flu that's more deadly than the common flu, but it still only kills people that are, that are old. The stat, I just remember the stat I was going to reference that, um, that everybody keeps screaming is that the average death age, and again, this is just all statistical anomaly. That's what I hate most about it is it's all false bullshit of all fake numbers, not, not fake, but numbers that are being reported and then analyzed mathematically incorrectly due to the incorrect reporting or not, not even possible to record, report, report correctly because of the complexity of the inner workings of the corporation, like I said, not the corporation, but the hospital, like I had said, when we were talking about hospitals as businesses. Um, oh, oh yeah. And that is that the death age of somebody from coronavirus is higher than the average death age of a random person. Have you heard that? The average age of death of a human being right now is I think 79, 76. The average death age of somebody with coronavirus is 81. So is that not like, I don't know, man, that, that right there, but we're not all mathematicians, but if, if I feel like if anybody who's a mathematician thinks about that for a little bit, they think, okay, well, that means we shouldn't worry about it. That should be a metric that we consider in worrying about it or not. Is the average death age higher or lower than people that are dying normally, normally? can't believe it that's i think something that should be considered as a metric because a lot of things that people are considering as the metric is is that uh, that number the r naught is the, and the r naught is if one person has it how spreadable is it and then the r naught on coronavirus was like 1.2 or something i i think i shouldn't say too many numbers because i don't want to say wrong ones uh it gets recalculated but originally it was a little higher over over one and then it, it's gone down so man i'm at a loss it seems because i i have math friends that i talk to about it as well i i think i've told you a little bit about my academics but i'm pretty good at math yeah and i and i have math friends who were people that i did a lot of math with like i had a group that i did math with not a group but some well engineering engineering is is a math group Okay, but in within engineering, I had even a smaller group that we did hardcore math with to talk about being nerdy. Like you talking about a video game is not nerdy. Video game can be a career nowadays. Math is always nerdy. That's why nobody understands this stuff. So, um, but oh yeah, but, but I have math guys that, that I talk with that are smart guys, smart guys that I took the same fourth year advanced level statistics classes with who don't fucking understand this stuff and it, it scares me it scares me you know because i worry for the small businesses that that need to open that that need to have a government official or a virologist go up and say okay guys 
it's 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 just a bad flu. Old people do die. I'm sorry. And that man, like it needs to be an old guy, like somebody who doesn't care about the public, like thinking he's a somebody who hates old people. Because this is the problem. We all love old people, but it's what what the world needs now. <laughs> this is like a Batman analogy now. The what the world needs. What this is what the world needs is uh is um. It's not what the world wants, but it's what the world needs. It's it needs a virologist who will stand up and say that, sorry guys, old people die. And that's where we're at. Fuck. Okay, I think that's enough about coronavirus. Ah, <sighs> so what have I been watching on watching lately? What have you been you've been watching any funny shows lately? I've been watching uh I got Amazon Prime. I've been watching like lots of stand up on there. Yeah. New Girl. The Boys. What's that? The Boys. Is it on? What what streaming service is it on? Amazon. Amazon. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a superhero, but it's like, it's not like... Series or movie? It's a series. Okay. It's not like a Marvel movie. It's like more... Like, there's not a lot of, you know, gruesome stuff, but there's like gruesome stuff like... You know, I'm, I won't spoil it for anyone watching, but like, you know, like the first like five minutes in the episode, you get the vibe of the show. Like, it's like a, it's a comedy, not really serious, but it's more comedy. So you know, if you're just feeling kind of laugh, just, I just watch that. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. Um, How is it? Uh, so it's like a cult, uh, cult, one of those. You know what a cult classic is? Cult classic. Um, I already named, but it's used typically classic. for movies. It's like, it's when a, a group of, a group of people are, are working like a, it's when it's there's a larger group of main characters they call it a cult classic because it's like a group just like a small group of people who are i don't know why but that's why they call it that and it's yeah it's typically just uh like a comedy yeah. and like a cult classic would be like um oh come on uh ferris bueller okay um That '70s show would be like a a, a series version of a of a cult classic, mm -hmm. so that's what you, that's what your thing is. How old are the characters? Characters are like twenties. It varies because like some characters are like old, like yeah, kind of, yeah like some characters yeah. are old, um, yeah. some characters are young. So I would okay, say like, is there? There's a lot of characters though. Yeah, that's typical. Well, that's typical series. Um, have you seen someone marry Barry? I have not. That's on Amazon. Have you seen? Uh, that's a good one. Have you seen, sorry, I'm talking so fast, I wanted to not forget it, the one with that Jewish guy where he is the investigator? Al Pacino? Nope, nope, nope. Young Jewish guy, he's a comedian guy, um, and he plays an investigator, a private investigator, where he pretends to be one, he puts an ad out on Craigslist. And it's a series, and I think it's on Netflix, and he comes up with a private eye. Yeah. Um, uh... Uh, where he's so I, I would say Google uh, Jewish guy <laughs> this is my favorite thing about Googling shit too so Google uh, Jewish guy private investigator Craigslist series and it should be a Jewish guy with long hair and uh, it's a comedy and it's yeah he plays uh, he puts out an ad on, ad on Craigslist and he's uh, is it uh, bored to death bored to death but sad and lonely Board, can you can you put the put a, a like play a video of that so see if we can hear the intro music? Sure. Just play one of their we'll go to videos and play one of their videos so we can hear their intro music. Uh. 
in the city. The pity to answer to death, but sad and long. It's a great series. So that's good. That's what I want to think. That's good. So, yeah. <sighs> that's a that's a great series. Uh, why were we talking about? Oh yeah, because that's also I think a cult classic. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, check that one out if you. But I don't know if it's on Netflix or anything. You may just have to torrent it. And do you torrent stuff? Oh, we, I guess we shouldn't actually talk about that on something that's going to be public because that's illegal. I would never download a copy. I would never, I would never download a copy of, a, of anything. Never. That's copyright theft. Mm -hmm. That's copyright theft. Unbelievable. People who do that, I just hate them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's add a couple pieces of wood to our fire here, Brandon. Thanks, everybody, for listening so far. Uh, we want to thank Great Western for the beer and for the sponsorship. All right. Episode five is a good one. I'm excited to put this out next week now. I'm really excited to put this out, man. <sighs> Got a phone call during the podcast. It's Dave Chappelle. It's Mark. It's Mark Norman. He's calling me to say that I'm the best podcaster in the world. He's like begging him, can I please be on the podcast? <laughs> yeah, I hope that, that that number can't be seen on any of the videos. No, it can't. We're good. Yeah, so... Ah, got this Coors Light from that Wine Ninja thing. Wine Ninja, that's pretty cool. That's really a cool idea. Just want to shout that out again because it's it's literally like Secret Santa. People are just going around giving all these random alcohol bags to people's doorsteps. It's so funny. Uh, I love it. On one of the other episodes, um, we got to have you start the fire, just like your uh, like your fire making on RuneScape. No. And I want to see, yeah, you got up your fire making in real life. I want to see you uh, start a fire from scratch. From scratch, do I have any tools like? Oh yeah, no, no. I'll give you paper and cardboard and small wood. You'll have everything that you need. I just want to see see you start it. Right. Yeah. Don't feel bad. I have a fail video of me fucking it up when I had. It can be a little tricky though. There's bits, there's tricks to it with with the indoor because you have to know how to adjust uh, this stuff. Really, the point is you just leave it open. Yeah. But um, there's also tricks to kind of how you where you put the wood and stuff so that the smoke goes up the stack nicely. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna fuck it up, but um, <laughs> I'm thinking about all the times um, when me and my friends we would go to um, a beach in Trinidad called Mayaro. Okay, so you went to a beach in Trinidad called Mayaro. Um, It'd be like two, three o'clock in the morning, and we would want to like, we just want like a bonfire. We're all drunk as shit while this is happening, and because, since it's so windy because it's at the beach, we can't really start the fire. So we're like, we're like doused, we're like cooking oil, gasoline, mm -hmm. or just something that could blaze it, and we're like throw the match in and just. Pff, I love that. Oh my god, I would do that too, man. 
Tuesday. If you if you want, I could do that in here, but uh. Yeah, no no oil, <laughs> no oil. But no you're allowed a lighter. You're allowed right. a lighter. So I, that pretty I much think, makes it pretty easy. I think I could do that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah it's all about like how how it's not about starting it. It's all about how quickly you can get it to like a a nice medium fire yeah. where you're where you got some because it's not about getting it started because the paper does that. It's about getting it aerating it correctly yeah. so that the larger wood combusts faster and that's where you up your fire making level when you understand that shit but you have to do it with your hands before you can understand what i mean yeah i start with video games and i'll end yeah <laughs> yeah the fire wake, the fire making in runescape is so basic too just the same thing over and over again there's no difference to it yep. and yeah it's strange how sometimes though it takes forever to start a fire do you know that yeah. or you, have you noticed that rather like it's, yeah it's like, crazy it's like sometimes it'll it'll start right away and sometimes your guy will just be sitting there yeah yeah forever and i don't know and i know that the nicer the log like if it's a magic log or at 55 you should be able to do magic logs now right um if it's a magic log i know it burns for longer and stuff like that but it also it's it's harder to start if it's if, if the fire is made of a magic log right i think i feel like when there's the failed the failed flints or whatever that's because of uh, of harder logs, maybe. No, I don't. Is, do they have different tinder boxes? No. Anymore? Just no, tinder just box. one tinder box. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's, and, not, there's not much variety. It's just really just a. I guess I'll get this stuff a high level fix. Yeah. yeah. So you haven't trained any other stats but fire making. Well, what about your woodcut? Uh, woodcutting. Um, Where do you get the logs from to train your fire making? I buy it. <laughs> I flip items like um. So what I would do. So okay, so what, what we're talking about right now is, is Brandon's uh, strategy on RuneScape. Uh, 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 we're going to talk about Brandon's strategy for making money in the RuneScape economy. Mm -hmm. Well, what I usually do, basically, um, there's a website you can go to, and I just analyze most of the data there. And, you know, like whichever price is selling for less than usual, I would go and buy it, and I would sell it at however much higher um, coin value so let's say if a price if an item is usually 180 coins and i would buy it for 160 and then i would sell it back for the 180 it's a kind of slow process but uh you know you eventually make back your money and you know the more you do it is the more more money you make so yeah that's what i do for for my money um yeah from that profit i just make um i just buy all the logs i need and just <laughs> Uh, just use that. Got, you got it all figured out? Yep. <laughs> RuneScape is the funnest game ever. I think that, honestly, man, I would love for my, my kid to play RuneScape. I think it teaches some amazing life skills. Yeah. Would you agree? Like, like, like business life skills and understanding the economy and understanding, really just understanding money and, and how, because RuneScape is so much funner when you have more money. Yeah. So you realize at a young age that life is kind of like that too yeah you know not to be an elitist or anything but like life is a little easier and a little smoother if when you're fighting with your kids or your parents or your significant other if you have a hot tub to sit in yeah. <laughs> or a steam room i think it's a little easier right or a nice bottle a nice bottle of whiskey to put you to sleep yeah. or a, or a, or an expensive vaporizer to vape on some hundred dollar a gram weed I think you're gonna go to sleep just fine. Ah, oh, shit, dude. Dollar gram weed. 
I don't know that that that's what a rich person would have. I, <laughs> I was like, do those exist? Because no, I think they do. I so would I. They have one at at Prairie Records that is uh, getting some skipping over there. Sorry. Uh, they have one at Prairie Records that is a seventy-five. What the heck is happening? Is it every time it shakes? Oh, we're all good. That uh, that is seventy dollars for a point five of a gram. That's a little stubby. That's a little stubby joint. Yeah, like. Yep. Yep. Seventy-five dollars. I can you imagine? That must just. What is the deal? All I know, if I. It smoke, must be pure crystal. If I smoke that and I don't feel shit or I don't feel high, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna sue. Cause I'm not paying seventy-five dollars. They must be. Yeah, you must. You must be able to just drop that joint, and it must just sound like you're dropping a diamond. Yeah. In there, it must be pure crystal. Just like just a hard rock. Like you're smoking it out of one of those glass pipes, like a meth addict or something. I wanna ask them about. Yeah. $75 yeah. half a gram. That's crazy. Hey, um, you know, the other thing I wanted to ask you about a little bit, just because I have you here now, and I sure. guess I'm introducing you as a short-term producer, was I really would like to, to talk about a little bit about like what it was what was it like to grow up in Trinidad? Sure, I can talk like, about that. Yeah, like a little bit. Just um, um it's yeah. Like so I could talk about like how much in depth would you like me to go in because that's yeah. um like what um what was what was elementary and high school like like and how was it how do you think it's yeah how it like shaped me as a person yeah i guess like that well, sure um because sure. you because oh just the, like so you're in computer science at the u of s yeah um doing some stuff like that and uh you said hmm you said that uh you worked at a legal place for a little while uh internship and internship and did, did you say that your family works in legal at all my not really like my mom she works at um, a law firm okay um she's just file management yeah so, but so that's... you're kind of in that sphere a little bit over there yeah yeah like but the um yeah. so you so... guys have like a fully functioning is it's a democracy over there yeah yeah yep so and what's your president's name is it so Are I'll... They a president or a prime minister so we have a president and prime minister the prime minister runs most of the stuff the president the is president and the prime minister yeah the president is really just like he th sorry no, they usually do like stuff like a general like he's around the army or do you guys have an army yeah we have an army we have our own general for that but like a, okay. pr a president more or less just i pre like yeah. bad for me to say like, i don't really know what the president no, does but okay you're young no nobody cares you're prime you're, minister how, you're yeah. 20 uh, i am 22 22 but, um, so yeah our prime minister does most of the work yeah. from what i know from what i hear on the news and your radio and like just general talks mm -hmm. Um, Prime Minister does most of the work. The President is just there. I'm sure he has his say in Parliament, but I'm pretty most of the power is in the Prime Minister. But my Prime Minister is uh, I don't know, I'm thinking Jack Warner. Um, Keith, you don't know his name? Keith Rowley. Keith, that's like a regular kind of Western yeah. name. Doctor Keith Rowley. Oh, he's a doctor. Yep. That's good to know. Yep. I wish our President could be. Or I wish our Prime Minister could be a doctor, not a, a drama <laughs> teacher. A lot of people would say that. But um, he, so, uh, but when I was growing up, um, elementary school was Cohen. Um, it was right next to my mom's office, right down your road. So, oh, did you go to a boys' school? Well, after I, that? yep. So when, oh. um, so after, so I went to Marie Regina Grade School. Um, it used to be an all-girls school, and they made it co-ed when my father went it. So my father went to that school, and then I went to that school. And then, so were you were the first boy at this all-girls school? Oh no, no. My, when, <laughs> That's it, what it, it sounds it, like. <laughs> it, just it, hitting the poon but, so good that they're like, okay, we allow boys now. 
it was um what it became co-ed when my father went it so my father was the one that, dude, that that's possibly hilarious. could have been the first one the first boy to go to that school um, oh god that's great but, cool man okay so, so that's pretty regular and pretty nice like did you guys mm. wear uniforms yep we wore yeah. uniforms was there bullying <laughs> yeah yeah there's some bullying wait mm, not as much as you would think but not like a kid shoving shoving each other into lockers we never had lockers mm-hmm. Lockers didn't exist. Um, I don't know if you guys brought like your lunch kits to school, but in um element like well, I guess you call it elementary school, um primary school for us. Um, Alisa and Maria Regina, they had um shelves you would put your lunch box on, and in it used to be like random organized. So you just go and throw your lunch box on that shelf. But as as I went to grade five, they had it organized. So grade five's up at the lunch box here. Grade four's up at the lunch box here. Mm. I don't know how it is now because um whole school has changed it's completely different from when i went it when um, um so at your school mm. the kids who would get picked on the most mm-hmm. why would it be would it be because of their appearance no. their ability in sports or no. their intelligence it would be the way they acted the way they acted if they were just right? a straight up like annoying like if they so were just i'm not, not pro bullying i'm not mm. pro bullying but sometimes i feel like bullying has a, a bit of a role to play in helping people form a personality that isn't too abrasive so that they can exist yeah. in society a little smoother that's the thing with me it i would agree that it did have it played its role but more it came more or less from me going out and interacting with people i would say if like it's very important to be social like absolutely especially like it's like the most important part of organized yeah. uh, school not yeah. homeschool yeah you just need to be once you're social and the most important thing like it's just the ability to read a room you be yourself you know do yeah. whatever you want the ability but to read a room i like that but that is some, is not something that's natural mm-hmm. you you have to learn that by being in many rooms with many yeah. different people very very good point man that's a great point to make. We're at one hour. That's a, yep. that's a good point to make. With that good of a point, I think I'm going to throw in another advertisement. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Great Western, for the fuel for the podcast. Thanks, uh, thanks, Brandon, for being our producer. Not a problem. And um, so uh, we're going to continue on with talking about Trinidad and Tobago a little bit more. Sure. Um, um, at your school, how many, at your primary school, how many, mm-hmm. how many people did you, if you remember, or high school, whichever one you remember, number um, of maybe how many kids were there kids um so <clears throat> there were about i would say th- average on 30 kids a class 30 kids a class um so um, that would be all the re- then all the regular grades so around a couple hundred yeah okay. i would say there were three like classes per grade yeah so three when six you were in nine. high school sorry to I, no problem so three, yep. three, three classes per grade that's all good that seems pretty yeah. standard it seems like kind of like the colonized school you guys are colonized place anyway um right? well or... we were and then we claim independence there you go so so pretty seems mm. like you guys have a decent school system yeah um did in your high school mm-hmm. you guys go to grade 12 so we follow the british system yep. um from what i know we go from grade one to five and then from grade five we go back um, t- we do a test, um, a standardized government test, and from there they put you in. Like I don't want to say that determines your future. Mm-hmm. It kind of determines your future. <laughs> if you do good, you go to a good school. I, I, I just so you know, and the mm-hmm. audience knows, um, I am British, so oh, nice. I do know this already. 
the, these tests. My my, my nana my nana got a genius level on this test. Oh nice! Uh, and the, the next one. I don't know if mm. you guys did the next. There's another one, right? There's um CXC. The so yeah, yeah. after. So sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So from after you do that exam, they put you in whatever school. And yeah, like and they kind of like sliver you out a bit. They're like, hey, yeah. this kid is gonna be a tradesman. Hey, this kid's this girl's yeah. gonna be a, this, yeah. this girl's gonna not be a an author. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm trying to be nice, but just like they, they parse you out a bit yeah. in the sense that they can figure that out by grade five. And I agree with the British system in that by that age, you kind of do know. Mm. You kind of do. Because that's the age where the tendencies have to start rearing their heads in terms of your habitual tendencies daily. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to start putting in work at about that age if you want to ever develop to be a person of use. Yeah. You know, if we're going to talk about age of where it's like okay this kid now this kid's a lot this kid's lost he's a lost cause mm. if we're going to talk about it at what age that happens grade five how yeah. old are you in grade five ten Around if you're there. if you're yeah. a little shithead and you're ten you're gonna be a shithead you know <laughs> <laughs> so oh and then mm. this was all leading up to a question if you can believe it I'm, i um, asked all this for a question so uh the question was is in high school mm -hmm. Uh, or I was asked you to go to grade but you have a high school. Yeah. So in high school, in your older level of schooling, was there gay kids? Um, there were. Um, at least from what I could, I never went up Do to the. Do you remember knowing any? Um, I know one guy. Um, guy. He well, so. Um, it's an all boys school at this point. Mm. Um. Mm -hmm from after you from it went from co-ed from grade 11 sorry i'm from grade 5 oh that that would make it sorry sorry to no that would i feel like that would make it even more frowned upon almost yeah if it's all boys then yeah. you're like hold on i'm the gay one it's like that wouldn't be good you i never asked him yeah um to this day i never asked him it's no concern of mine really yeah, yeah, don't, yeah you don't have to name any names or anything yeah, so i'm just curious just... if you got bullied for it or anything like that if they have the same kind of things over there towards this poor that. kid in my school it's because of the way he acted as well yeah but that's what the, um, but those are the i know that and that's where the the, the debate i'm sorry this is what i do with debates i break mm. them right down right yep. when we're in the middle of them no problem <sighs> what you have to break down the difference between because you can't expect kids you so you when you were that age mm. to understand the t that, that 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 kid is 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 displaying different tendencies than the other kids mm -hmm. his tendencies are are, are are moving towards homosexual mm. you know he, he it's the way like you say it's a way of putting it it's the way he acted you know it, it's like he, maybe yeah he didn't like sports or and the, the types of things that put other boys in good moods put him in bad moods mm -hmm. so that's like what it comes down to and it and i can see how it it creates bullying because those kids can be annoying yeah they can be annoying and they can be frustrating and uh, I get all I get that because even them even the person who may be that's the person who may be homosexual may not understand it yet it's like they may be um, uh, they, they will be acting out so they might get in fights or they may be mean they may be the meaner kids they may be the one because that's why they mm. act like that you know yeah so anyway I think that's enough about Trinidad and Tobago for now I just wanted to hear a little bit about the schooling. Not a problem. And I think we're actually at we're at an hour and five minutes. So for today, uh, for episode five, we're gonna call that we're gonna call that good. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, episode six to come. All right.
Thanks for listening, and any questions or concerns for the show, as well as voice recordings and voice messages that you'd like us to listen to, or advertisement inquiries, please forward those along to CanadianTalkWithStefan at gmail.com. Thanks. We also have a website, stephanjackson.ca, where you can find a back catalog of all our episodes, and we're also on YouTube, where you can find the video versions. Canadian Talk.